This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Uh, thank you for always making this, as of course, a part of your morning routine. It is an absolute pleasure to join you and to continue to bring you updates around the club that we love so much. It is match day. Arsenal will face Manchester City in the FA Cup fourth round at the Etihad Stadium. I'll be travelling up to the northwest uh, shortly this early afternoon, and uh, hopefully it's a prosperous journey. Uh, I am not keeping my expectations up massively high, but what I am expecting is for Arsenal hopefully to show some competition in this game, uh, competitiveness, and to try and get a result. I'd like us to go through in this competition. I think that with Chelsea and Newcastle out, if you can knock out Man City, all of a sudden this cup kind of opens up quite a lot for you. So I think there is an opportunity for Arsenal here uh, as a potential trophy. I know that everyone says, or not everyone, but a lot of people have said that we should be focusing on the league. And of course, if we go out of the cup, then it gives City another game. What I like to do is I think I like to look at it as a win-win. Either we go out and, you know, we haven't got another cup to worry about. Man City have got more games to worry about. And then the alternative is we knock City out, hit their confidence ahead of a game against them in the league at home just a couple of weeks later. Uh, and of course, gives us the opportunity to go for another cup in this season. I think there are positives with both scenarios. The other scenario, I'm not so keen on. A draw, a replay, another game. Uh, Yes, another game for both of us, but where on earth are we going to play that? They can't even reschedule the Everton game. So where where are they going to put an FA Cup replay? Uh, And Maybe that's one of the reasons why we haven't yet um, seen that Everton game rescheduled uh, because of that situation. But my goodness, where on earth we would fit in a uh, an FA Cup replay uh, the, in these weeks is going to be very strange. So let's make sure we have a finite position uh, in this one and we end the game uh, in, in a good place, either knowing what we need to do uh, in the league or knowing that we've knocked out Manchester City and can progress through to the next round of the competition. So, yes, uh, lots of things happening, lots of things going on this evening, and uh, I look forward to covering it. Uh, you can follow the coverage, of course, from myself and Kai Kainak at football.london. Uh, Akbal, good morning to you. Uh, Harvey, Marcus, uh, good morning, guys. Matt Thornton, Musa, 
we've got uh, Pini Ween. Uh, we've got Jean. We've got Francois. We've got Christopher. We've got uh, NSW, Ty Gunasaurus, Harrison, uh, and plenty more of you guys, Mike, Kevin, uh, Amira. I really appreciate everyone joining in. I'm sorry I can't say hello to everyone, um, but uh, thank you all of you for indeed tuning in to today's show. Uh, yesterday, we did record the uh, Man City Arsenal preview. So if you haven't given that yet a watch, I would encourage you to do so. Uh, we had a look at who we would start, discussions around rotation, discussions around what City might do, uh, discussions around what we might see, of course, from... Well, what we might see from uh, people like Leandro Trossard, who could be making his first start for Arsenal. Uh, lots, of course, could still happen between now uh, and tonight in terms of what Arteta wants, what we could discuss, what we could debate about who should and might be starting. Uh, I'll be looking forward, fingers crossed, to seeing the, a strong lineup, a competitive lineup, but I think one with a, a modicum of rotation. Now, another panel has been completed uh, at the Emirates Stadium. Uh, this is the Victoria Concordia Crescent uh, panel. And we have now seen, of course, this go up. Uh, that's two out of seven, I want to say. So hopefully we should be seeing as many as possible going up before the game against Brentford, uh, which, of course, is next week, uh, a week after next. So there's two weeks uh, still from this point to get them all up and ready. And hopefully we can get... Uh, as many as possible up in North London so that fans can see them at the next home game. Uh, however, there has been a spot of unfortunate news, it seems. Smithrow was not spotted in training this week, uh, towards the end of the week as the game approached, nor was he spotted in the travelling squads that arrived in Manchester last night. This is a real frustration, of course, because Smithrow has only just come back from this big injury. Now, I, I don't want to go down the route of saying he's had another injury or a setback. I don't want to make, I don't want to jump to too many conclusions. That's why it's just a worry uh, at this point and no more. We'll obviously hear more from Arteta and I'm sure we can get some questions to him after the game. Um, but yeah, for Smith Rowe, this is, this, is this is a disappointment, a, a real disappointment. And there is hope, of course, that if there is something wrong, then it's not serious or this is just being kind of eased back in. I saw um, our good friend of the show and of course, co uh, guest of the Eat Sleep Arsenal Repeat podcast, Dr. Raj Bra, talking about him. You know, this we shouldn't jump to conclusions, and this could just be him easing him back in. And you know, but it is a bit strange to me that he's not in the squad. What I don't like is people just turning around saying, "Oh, for goodness' sake, just sell this guy. He's too injured." Blah 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 blah. Um, I, you know, I, I really don't like that attitude at all. I really don't think that's uh, the right way to go about what is a exceptionally talented footballer, like a ridiculously talented footballer. It could be illness. It, it could be, you know, uh, the the elephant in the room that's, going, that's continuing to live in our lives and will probably live in our lives forever. You know, it could be a lot of things. It could be a lot of things. But I don't like people jumping to conclusions about saying, oh, this is another injury. We should let him go. If it is another injury, then he will return and recover, hopefully at the point in which he is fully fit. But I hate jumping to conclusions about these things. It's just a worry. Um, yeah, let's let's see what happens. And uh, hopefully we get an update from Arteta and, and others at the club tonight. I'll definitely be chasing this one up. Um, now, the squad that was spotted in Manchester consists of 21 players. Aaron Ramsdale, Carl Hyde, Matt Turner, Takira Tomiyasu, Ben White, Jakub Kivior could make his debut. Uh, Gabriel, Rob Holding, William Saliba, Alexander Zinchenko, Kieran Tierney, Albert Sambi-Lukonga, Thomas Partey, Jakam, Odegaard, Vieira, 
Trossard, Marquinhos, Saka, Martinelli and Nketiah are all involved and all have travelled. So uh, let's have a look and see uh, what goes on and what happens in tonight's selection. But there's a lot to choose from. We're nearly at full strength. I have gone for an interesting team. You can, of course, see that team, which is obviously going to have to change Smith-Rowe's inclusion, probably to Lukonga uh, in that side. It will make sense when you see it. So go and watch the preview show from yesterday if you want to see who I would go and select for tonight's game. Anana uh, has rejected a Chelsea move. He wants to apparently stay at the club. Arsenal still have an interest in the player, it is said, but he apparently wants to stay at Everton, which is kind of the complete opposite to Anthony Gordon right now. There's one thing uh, I can tell you about life. It's don't don't do an Anthony Gordon. Don't be at a club for 11 years or whatever it is. It's more than a decade, I think, having come through being given the opportunity by that club to reach your dream, to coach you, to train you, to develop you as a player, and then refuse to train, refuse to return to the club. I mean, it is character like that that really makes me question if the right people are always getting into this sport. I mean, that Anthony Gordon situation is, yeah, it's mad. Um, and uh, I bring it up because I'm actually bothered by it. And I know it's not Arsenal related and it's very much Everton and Newcastle related, but it bothers me. It bothers me that a club like Everton, a, a real historical club that are going through a really awful time. And I hope it continues up until we play them. Um, and of course, the next time we play them. But beyond that, I'm not sure I necessarily want to see Everton go down. I know there are people saying that they, along with Arsenal, teams that have never been relegated, I think, from uh, a certain period of time at the top table. But it doesn't really matter to me, to be honest. And Everton are a historic club, of course, that our manager uh, used to be a big part of as well. Um, so I don't really want to see Everton go down. Um, I know it's people would say it's great for the neutral, it's great for that to happen, and maybe even great for the championship. I, I don't particularly want to see them go down, um, especially with this Gordon situation developing. You know, I really don't like that at all. So there you go. But anyway, I'm getting off on a big tangent now. Anthony Gordon, um, uh, Amadou Anana is an interest of Arsenal, but has rejected supposedly a move to Chelsea because he wants to stay at Everton for the rest of the season, help them try and stay up. Fair play, that man. Um, Liverpool have, according to Ben Jacobs, pulled out of the race to sign Moises Caicedo, Ecuadorian international, of course, as we know, has been linked to Arsenal and Chelsea as well. Um, so we'll have to wait and see uh, if this one changes between now and the end of the window and see if Arsenal or Chelsea decide to really push um, and uh, and look into this deal. Um, but I, I'd be very, very surprised indeed if anything happens with Moises Caicedo in this window. I can't see Brighton selling him. I can't see Brighton, um, well, at least not for upwards of 70, 80 odd million quid. And I don't think that's what Arsenal should do for Moises Caicedo during this window. So let's see what happens and what changes. Now, uh, Leeds are closing in also on Weston McKennie, another player that has been linked to Arsenal. Uh, and Arsenal are said to have made a 30 million euro bid, according to Republica uh, in Italy. However, I was, as I've always said, to take that with a pinch of salt. But Leeds are said to be pushing hard to try and close a deal for the US men's national team player. Uh, we'll see, of course, if Arsenal's stance on him changes. But uh, again, I always felt, and I wrote about this the other day and said that uh, it's a little bit of the Douglas Louise about Weston McKinney. He plays in more of an eight and an advanced role. He's not a six. I know he can play deeper, but it's more of a an eight and beyond kind of player. Um, and I just don't think he's the El Nenny replacement, uh, similar to Douglas Louise, you know, who is more of an eight playing as a six quite often. 
but I mean, Louise plays eight, uh, plays six, sorry, more often than, than McKenney does. McKenney's even played on a wide right or wide left position for Juventus at times this season. So I'm not sure he was the right player for us to target to to replace El Nenny from a positional standpoint. Um, so we'll have to wait and see if anything changes on that. Um, our headline story of the day is that Arsenal is said to be tracking Ibrahima Bamba. However, his agent has said that his London visit uh, to see uh, the city was not due to Arsenal. Uh, Chris Wheatley uh, has tweeted saying it is, uh, he spoke to Arsenal, uh, the Ibrahim Abamba's agent, and or rather, I don't know if he spoke to him directly, but he's quoted the agent. The agent says, uh, it is true that I was in London, but I'm just arriving from Germany where I was watching Tapsova's game for Bayer Leverkusen. Bamba is not the only player I work with. Bamba is a player who is clearly of interest to many clubs. In fairness, he doesn't say... He doesn't say that it's not to see Arsenal. Uh, he doesn't say that it's not about Bamba. He kind of is. It's a very agenty type of talk. This one, uh, very agency type of talk indeed. Um, but uh, but yes. And Chris Wheatley has a, a brand new role uh, now at uh, World London. So uh, best of luck to Chris on his new position there, and uh, and with everything that he uh, goes off to do. Uh, perhaps be seeing him in the press lounge at some point soon in the future. Um, but on Bamba. Just to give you kind of my thoughts, I've also written a piece which is in the link in the description about Bamber, about his performance against Benfica this season in particular. He has been playing uh, at centre-back for the majority of this campaign. However, it is a different style of centre-back role than what you typically see. He's playing in a back three as much of a sweeper. He did play in kind of the deeper midfield position of a midfield three at the start of the season. That position has changed to him being a bit of a sweeper in the back three and... Uh, his kind of mobility is definitely given the license to to be uh, expressive, to be aggressive in the way that he plays. And I was very impressed with what I saw of Ibrahim Abamba, 20 years of age, Italian, has been called up by Roberto Mancini to train with the... Um, uh, with the squad as well. And uh, as I say, I've written a piece about it, which you can read on London. So make sure you go and give that. It's also a link to that down in today's video description. Um, but he had a really good game. I think it was something like 14 recoveries, five uh, clearances, uh, eight interceptions during that match. And it was the first game in which Benfica dropped points all season and he won the Man of the Match award, which you can see him receiving on today's thumbnail of today's video. I have seen a lot of pushback on the idea of signing Bamba. And I've seen a lot of pushback on the idea of assigning him. And what really bugs me, and a line that I've seen on Twitter, or on socials, I think I might have even seen it in the chat box today, is that Bamba would be another Lukonga. That, that is the, the line I've heard and read and seen. And I think, with respect, and you know usually what happens when I say with the words with respect, I think that's probably a really naive way of describing Bamba. And probably a big, I think it's a massive indicator of someone who's not necessarily watched him. Um, I think it's a big indicator of someone who's not seen anything of um, of, of Bamba and has just thought, hmm, he's another 20-ish year old youngster that's going to be coming into midfield. That's going to cost us around 20-odd million quid, maybe. Hold on, wasn't Lukonga a 20-ish year old guy midfielder that cost around 20 million quid? You know, People put two and two together and get 75 sometimes. And I think that's certainly the case. Lukonga is a much more defensive player than what Lukonga... Uh, sorry, Bamba is a much more defensive player than what Lukonga is. Lukonga is more of an eight that can also play six. Bamba is a six that can also play as a centre-half as well and has done. 
Uh, I love his energetic uh, nature. I love his enthusiasm. I love his commitment and kind of the the terrier style, like you know, a little Yorkshire terrier where they're like uh, energetic and really pressing on the opponents and trying to get win the ball aggressively. That type, you know. And I've you know played with many a Yorkshire terrier that's tried to nick the ball off me in the back garden before, and it kind of reminds me of that. To use an analogy, I think that we need that aggression, we need that energy, we need that commitment to try and win the ball as much as they can. And I always find, and I've just tweeted this out because it came to my mind, is that. So many people that say we don't need another Lakonga type, which is, as I think I'm being accurate in describing, like a young player with potential that maybe needs to be eased in or isn't going to be able to hit the ground running straight away, are kind of the same people that say, why can't we ever cut out the middleman for people like Moises Caicedo? Why can't we find the Moises Caicedos before they move? Do you know what I mean? Um and Moises Caicedo had a number of games in Ecuador and then played a little bit on loan in Belgium as well before he arrived at Brighton and smashed the Premier League. But I mean, Belgium and, and Ecuador are two leagues where people would already be questioning. I mean, they questioned it with Mudrik and Ukraine. And they'd be questioning whether or not he'd be able to make an impact in the Premier League. But players do. It's, re- it's really frustrating when you see the leagues used against a player. Um, and the assumption that players aren't necessarily ready to have an impact right now. The ultimate fact of the reality, and to be blunt, is you don't know whether they're going to have an immediate impact or not. You do not know if he's going to be able to have an immediate impact. We don't know. But what we do know is what we can watch and what we can see on the football field. And what I see is a very talented, exciting young player that is showing things against top sides already like Benfica, and helping to shut out and keep clean sheets against them and winning the ball back aggressively and just being really progressive and his passing's good. He played eight forward passes, seven hit the target, and only one went backwards all game against Benfica. This is a guy that wants to be progressive as well from a deep position. I like him a lot. I'm not going to put all my eggs in the Bamba basket. That's a great saying. Um, and um, and uh, and we'll hope that he's the only guy that we sign because I think there are other options out there. You know, I think there are other players out there as well, but... It just frustrates me when there's such a disrespect, um, I think, to players that come from certain leagues uh, or from certain nations. I think it's ridiculous. Now, I've got a challenge because I've left my water bottle in the other room. So as the title credits play between part one and part two, I'm going to dash and try to get it. Uh, I've got about 12 seconds to do it. Let's see if we can do it. I'll be right back right after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We did it. 
<laughs> we're there we got it just just as the credits stopped rolling lovely stuff um anyway thank you guys i can see you've got time to time's going down countdown clock we made it lovely stuff um i nearly did trip dallas i genuinely did i did thankfully the doors already open i usually close that so that saved me a couple of seconds uh to get there beautiful anyway uh let's uh let's jump to your questions then uh in the chat box uh, omar says can arsenal give me the perfect birthday present today omar Happy birthday. Uh, Omar is one of our longest listeners um, in terms of the, the time he's, you know, he's, he's, he's watched us not, you know, he might be really tall. I don't know. He might be one of our longest listeners, <laughs> but uh, he's one of our longest uh, listening listeners. There you go. That's, that's better. So uh, lovely stuff. Um, I am faster than Mudrick, confirmed. I mean, if I was on FIFA, 99, I, I think they'd have to kind of add, they'd have to like use the first 100 value for the pace statistic. For me, I think that would be a fair one. Um, Amira says, most of our depth options are different from the starters. Uh, Eddie and Jesus, Tommy and Ben, Fabio and Odegaard, game time aside, why should we sell Kieran Tierney? Just because he doesn't play uh, like Zinni. Get an inverted right back instead. Uh, I, I don't think there's a case of we have to sell him, you know, and I think it's more so um, that it's going to be a choice of the club. I think if there's a really good offer on the table for Kieran Tierney, and of course there's an openness of him to move on, you have to take those things into account. If someone comes in with 50-odd million quid like Newcastle, you know, I'm not sure you can necessarily turn that down for a non-starter, especially when there are players out there that you could sign for less than that who arguably might fit the team more comfortably, more seamlessly um, than what Kieran Tierney uh, does. So I think there's things that you need to take into account with that one. Uh, Dan and Dylan, uh, Dan, thank you so much for becoming a member, of course, and joining our Discord server. I've got a few members to give shout outs to in a second, actually. Uh, Tom Watts uh, was intriguing to hear Pep say Arsenal was the only team that Arteta wouldn't celebrate against even Everton. Um, Arsenal seems to be the club of his heart. It's the club that made him captain, though he's a captain at Everton as well. It's the club that gave him that that real leadership uh, at a top, top level. Arsene Wenger really bought into Arteta. I'm really good. I used to have an Arteta shirt. Do you remember the kit we used to have? It was in the, I think it was the 125th year. So what would that have been? 2012-13 season? Um, and it was the badge which had like the uh, the wreath around the outside. And it was the, the the kit that was like a blue and dark blue diagonal stripe. I remember I used to have that Arteta kit. And yeah, I'm kind of, I, I don't know where it's gone. I haven't seen that kit in genuinely years. It's probably at my old house. I've moved twice since that shirt. Uh, was bought so maybe it got lost along the way but uh, yeah I'm gutted I missed that one but yeah it was interesting to hear Pep say that I really liked his description the way he talked about it so uh, we'll see if uh, tonight there's any scraps on the touchline between the two I said I'd give the new member shout outs now Will Nick welcome Nick Meadows thank you so much for helping support the channel James Monroe thank you so much uh, for helping support the channel as well I know both of you have been listening for some time so thank you so much both for supporting and Al Madist, uh, thank you so much for the donation. Says, Why are we such big underdogs? I put 20 pounds on us to win the league or 20 dollars in this case. I believe uh, it's because we haven't done it in so long. Uh, that's that's clearly the reason as to why we are still considered very much underdogs at this stage. Uh, James Curry says, Amadou Hydara is being looked at at Brighton as a potential replacement for Caicedo. Should he depart? Would he be a potential alternative? For Arsenal, I know plenty about Amadou Haidara, of course, from his time at Salzburg and then Leipzig. Um, really interesting player, can play on the right, can play in the middle, um, can play deeper, but I'd never really looked at him as an exclusive number six, to be honest. Um, and because of that, I'm not sure if he is the right 
guy. He's gone. He's done. He's done the Navigator thing a bit early, where he's kind of moved to to you know where Navigator went from Leipzig to Liverpool and then kind of dipped. Or he went from Salzburg to Leipzig and hasn't necessarily fulfilled the potential I thought he had. So I'm not sure he's the right player. And, you know, I like to think that I know my, my Red Bulls. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Aya says, I'm so glad none of our fans are part of the recruitment team at Arsenal. Uh, the amount of ridiculous and contradictory suggestions of transfers we've witnessed these past few days has just been pure entertainment. I wouldn't say anyone. I think there are a lot of fans that have got some very good views about the transfer window and about potential replacements and potential recruitments. Um, but certainly not all of them. Uh, you can never have a situation where everyone is going to be spot on or things would be pretty darn boring. So there you go. Um, let's go to uh, Sri, who says, Tom, at the end of the match today, do you think we'll be singing your defences in trouble in Ketia in the room? I hope that we're going to be singing that throughout the game, to be honest. Uh, and I hope that he gets another couple of goals against another big side as he continues to prove the doubters wrong. Uh, Jean says, a video from Statman Dave said, uh, Martin Odegaard's stats and playing style is more similar to Frank Lampard than KDB and Ozil. It's about movement, press, how he enters the box, linking wingers, etc. What's your view? Well, I think this season, certainly we've seen Odegaard take his goal-scoring game and his directness to another level. He is far more direct, like Frank Lampard, of course, was. I, to be honest, KDB and Ozil, I don't look at as similar players. I don't know about you. I know they're both very creative. I know KDB can play a very, very nice pass like Ozil could. But I do see De Bruyne as a more direct player than than what Ozil was. Maybe Odegaard is partway between the two of, uh, of KDB and Lampard. That said, I think he's closer to KDB than he is Lampard. Um, and maybe the statistics suggest um, that Odegaard is similar, more similar to Lampard than them. But just from the eye tests, and I have my criticisms of the eye tests, and I have my criticisms of stats, and depending on how they're used. But just from my own perception, I like to see Edgard as, as more of the KDB type than the Lampard or, or Ozil types, personally. And I think there are differences between them as well. Uh, let's go to uh, Diana, who says, uh, Diana, who uh, says, uh, would Bamba be considered an immediate impact player like Trossard? Uh, or just depth for the long term? Well, I don't think he'd be considered in the same terms as Trossard, because obviously Trossard is, was 20, 28, you know, coming in Premier League already, has been playing in the Premier League for a number of years. So you're not, I would, I think it would be absolutely naive to say that Bamba would give you what Trossard does straight away, because Bamba does have to have some transition, some uh, adjustment. But you, it's impossible to judge how quickly some players will, adju- will adapt. We've had some players come in that have adapted immediately. You look at William Saliba, never played in the Premier League before this season, duck to water. Do you know what I mean? So at the same time, you never know quite how players are going to come into these things. I just hope that if we do sign a player like Bamba or whoever we sign in this position, and we do need to sign someone in this position, that they can give us something straight away, that they can, if they're, if they're needed, give us something that is going to be able to cover the absent El Nenny, maybe even more so than what El Nenny would have given us if it was El Nenny that was playing. Um, let's scroll down a bit more. Uh, Adam says, hi, just joining. Uh, do you think Kivio will get to play against Man City today? I saw another question similar to that. Trevor says, hi, Tom. We need to start Kivio today. All the best uh, from Botswana. Lovely stuff. See, so we've got uh, African listeners here, all the way from Botswana, indeed. I know we've got a lot of different countries in Africa listening in, as always. I've got family that are from Uganda, so always a pleasure uh, to see a lot of our African listeners in the chat box. Um, and in terms of uh, Kivior, 
I think that he could start today. I think there's an opportunity to start him today. Um, I think I would start him alongside Saliba, not holding. I'd give him kind of that assuredness that I think to start a first game, especially against Man City, I think we need at least one of our starting centre-backs in the squads tonight playing. So, yeah, I'd go Kivior and Saliba at the back. If you want to find out my full team, go and watch our preview from uh, yesterday. Uh, certainly worth your time. Um, MJ10 says, I saw a tweet where Arsenal projected to take 40 points from the next available 50. And honestly, I believe even if we don't win the league, uh, oh, there's more than 50 available, isn't there? Uh, how many points are available? We've drawn two, lost one. So that's seven. So 57 points is there available left this season. And we're meant to take 40. I believe even if we don't win the league, 90 points would be an amazing season. I mean, obviously, no one's going to remember. We're like, oh, the season where we won 90 points. If you don't win it, you know, I don't necessarily, I don't think Liverpool fans necessarily go, I oh, remember the season we won 92 points and didn't win. No, they're like, remember the season where we nearly, we missed out to Man City. You don't think about the points tally, really. I think it, I think you need more than 90 points probably this season to win the league. I think you're going to need more. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think you might need a bit more. I just think City have got the ability to go on like a 15-game win streak, and so that creates a lot of problems. So we'll have to wait and see. But uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of time left to go um, and a lot of games left to be played. That is for sure. Uh, Astraduli, uh, thank you so much for becoming a member and supporting the channel also. Much appreciated. There you go. Uh, let's go to James, who's one of our new members from today. Does the Caicedo bid mean that Rice may not be an option in the summer? With the potential title money and the Champions League money, could we have both? One can only dream. I don't think signing a midfielder necessarily does um, rule out uh, signing Rice at all. And I think there is an obsession that if we sign a midfielder that we won't be able to bring in Rice. I don't agree with that. Uh, I think that Rice is able to play six. And of course, Caicedo is more of an eight to me. I think he plays slightly further ahead of Partey's current position would play alongside him if we rotated. And you have to think that Partey and Xhaka are, you know, 30 and nearing 30 in the case of Xhaka. Uh, I think Partey's hit 30. Uh, I'm really at risk here of doing that. He's 29. No, he's 29. He turns 30 in June. So for next season, when does Xhaka turn 30? Let's have a quick look. So Xhaka is 30. Xhaka's the older one. Um, for next season, Xhaka will be 31 in September and Partey will be 30 at the start of the campaign. So you're looking at two players that are coming towards the end of their, their prime years and you need to look at when you gradually are going to replace them and ease the next player in. What you don't want to happen is for, is for Partey or Xhaka to immediately kind of drop and then you're still easing in their replacement. No, you need to kind of do it as, as an overlap. You know, you don't have kind of a line going along. It ends. And then Xhaka starts. What you need is your Partey line going along. Sorry, not Xhaka starts, like a replacement starts. You need your Partey line going along and then you need something underneath that's going with it and then gradually overtakes it as it goes through. Those listening on audio, I did a brilliant hand gesture to uh, to summarise that, which definitely wasn't confusing. So uh, feel free to hop over and look at it. Uh, Isowa says, the FA presser was the first time Arteta admitted that there is a title challenge with Pep. What are your thoughts? probably a slip of the tongue. I don't think he likes talking about um, title challenges, but he also does like talking about trying to be as successful and finish as high up the league as possible. So you could argue he's already been doing that for some time. Dan says, how was the lasagna? It was great. Thank you, Dan. Uh, it was very nice indeed. Uh, we have a Bakary lasagna in the chat box um, who says I'm great as always. <laughs> I made lasagna last night and it was beautiful. Um, anyway, uh, thank you everybody that's tuned in. I really appreciate your time as I always do for tuning in and 
putting up with me. There won't be a live 8am show tomorrow because, as I say, I'm up in Manchester. I'm, st- I'm staying over. My train leaves Manchester at 8.52. So I don't think I'm going to have time to be able to do it and get to the station and pack everything up and upload everything. So what I'm going to try and do is in Manchester. I'm going to try and record a brief-ish video with my thoughts from the game. Um work because I'm obviously going to be there and then I'm going to upload that as a premiere at 8 a.m. So there will still hopefully be something here and I'll make sure that it's a premiere so that you guys can still have a chat and a chinwag in the chat box. Um, But it won't be the usual Arsenal transfer show tomorrow. It'll be a reaction to our results tonight against Man City um, and I'm going to upload that to go out at 8 a.m. So hopefully, fingers crossed, you still should have a show. It just might not be and it definitely won't be the Arsenal transfer show, okay? We'll have that back on Sunday. Sunday morning, the Arsenal transfer show will be back. But tomorrow morning, there hopefully will be a reaction video to the game. Maybe from the Etihad if I've got time to record it there. I don't think I will. Um, maybe I will. We'll have to wait and see. If not, probably from my hotel room. So there you go. Hopefully, I can bring you something. I'll try, I never try and let you down. I always try and bring you some bit of content, even when I'm too busy to be able to do the uh, the 8 a.m. live show. I try and... I mean, I was away on my honeymoon for, what, 13 days, and you had a show every single day. So there you go. If that's not commitment, I don't know what is. Um, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Uh, do subscribe. Do drop a like as well. It really, really appreciates it. Uh, it's really, really... What terrible English. How am I a writer? How do I do this? Um, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are out and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.